Welcome back to another episode of Quarantine with Josie and Mac. <laughs> Woo! Okay, today is Thursday, May 28th. We talked about the date earlier and we had a lot of trouble with it, guys. I'm like these days are blending in together and the fact that June 1st is on Monday is actually insane. End of crazy. Um because I feel like Someone said the other day, like, I'm in, like, a time warp. Like, where have all the... Where did the month of April go? Like, did <laughs> April even happen? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure. No, actually, from March 18th or whenever I came home from school for good to now, it feels like it's been, like, three weeks, but also two years. I know, seriously. It's, like, no. a weird, like... Like, I, I feel like the days go by super fast for me or something, but, like, the weeks don't... I don't know. It's just all weird. Um, but why don't we start out with, like, what we've been doing this week before we go into kind of newsy more thing. Sound good? Okay. Okay, so I'll start. So I've been doing my daily workouts, uh, which is five days a week. I, like, do a little bit of lifting. And, you know, I'm really lucky because I have a lot of weights in my house, but... You can real like if you have I've seen a lot of people use like cans of beans, that kind of thing. Um yeah. and I so what out, though, mm-hmm. uh guy across the street from me had two like water jugs and he was doing workouts with them. So people yeah. are getting creative. Yeah, you can get creative. I think there's lots of different ways to get active and I think people are taking sort of like the I'm not going to work out ever again and I'm going to eat a lot and then there's also like the I'm going to get in shape like this is my time to get in shape uh so I encourage you to try to get in shape but I also understand if you're just like I want to lay in bed and eat potato chips because I feel that sometimes too um also so I had a like video chat um with my future for house mistress which is like so I'm going to boarding school next year um and the housemistress, it's kind of a funny word. It sounds so, like, posh English. Um, the school's in England. I don't really know the other word, though, for it, to be honest. Uh, she's basically, like, the head of the house, the boarding house that I am going to be in. Um, so I had a video call with her, and, you know, it was kind of cool uh, because we're supposed to have orientation in June, which obviously just isn't happening. So she was just telling me, like, all the different things we're going to be doing, like, video calls to meet the people there because which is great because you know not having orientation is kind of rough because you go in like not knowing anybody at all um but this way we will get to know people and maybe even a little more because we're starting earlier uh so that was kind of cool and you know I thought it would be like awkward because I didn't really know her but it wasn't bad um was she older yeah she's like a teacher she's like a teacher at school. what I'm saying like older I mean like she like 50, 60, 70, or was she, like, a younger teacher? Like, older, I think. Older? Yeah. Because when, when you say house mistress, I think of, like, a mean, like, old lady from, like... <laughs> from, like, Harry Potter? Yeah, or, she was definitely or, not a mean old lady. A nice old lady? She was nice. She wasn't even an old lady. She was, like, middle-aged. Middle-aged, yeah. Gosh, I, our moms are going to be listening to this podcast and not like your definition of old. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, mom, young, nice and young ladies. Yes. Come on now. Okay. Um, another thing I did for the first time, I uh, saw some of my friends, socially distanced, of course. Uh, I went to the beach, and I, 
you know, I have to say, uh, I don't, I'm not sure that other teens are taking it as seriously necessarily as I am. <laughs> so, like, I was spread away on my towel with, like, my little bandana wrapped around, and not really anyone else was social distanced or wearing a mask. Um, and, you know, I saw another group of kids who were also not social distanced or wearing masks. And it's concerning because I think that that is kind of just the theme among younger kids, definitely. Yeah. For me, too. I have a buddy who lives across the street from where I'm staying. Um, and one of my friends texted me like, hey, we're all at Tim's. Come on. We're all, we're all at your friend's house. Come over. And I was like, OK, yeah. So I walked over. I had my mask on. And like one of my friends went to like dap me up. And I was like, no, like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like people would come close and I'd be like, haha, like, don't. But it's kind of like an, it's definitely an awkward thing because like if you're, you know, the sort of one, only one that's trying to play it safe, like everybody's like, oh my gosh, you're so weird and annoying or whatever. I mean, obviously they're my friends, so they aren't like that, but you know what I mean? Like it can be like that kind of just awkward, like, oh, you know, just stay away. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of vibe, um, which will be hard this summer, and I think that's going to be one of the hard things, like adjusting to that. But I think that um, I encourage you to be that friend in the group, and um, I think that like maybe the first time you hang out, it might be a little weird because they're like, "Oh, so you're following all the rules." Um, but then like they'll be like, "Oh, you know." Your friends will like respect it. Yeah, like, your friends. That's the thing. They do like. Obviously, there's that little, like, oh, if they walk over and you're, like, stay away, it's, like, awkward for a second. But they understand where you're coming from. And I think that everyone, you know, understand would understand where you're coming from. That was the case for me. Because it's, like, you know, who knows what's, like, who knows how yeah. you feel about it. You might have, like, anxiety. Or, I mean, you or should. Just, or you're just wanting to follow the laws. Um, when I did it, my friends were, like, oh, so you're, like, taking it seriously. I was, like, well, yeah, I'm kind of quarantined right now. Yeah. They are like. Okay, and then we just... And then like you just we, moved on, yeah. It was just, like, a second. Um, okay, anyways. What else? Oh, today, I spent literally all day from, like... Okay, not literally all day, but from... Literally. <laughs> 9 to, like, 2.30, probably, working on this movie project for English. That was... No, it was not good. It was, like, a research project, so it was, like, an informational uh video. But the videoing it went fine, but editing it, I actually was the worst experience of my life. And because I sp literally edited it for four hours and I just sat in my bed and stared at like this iPad screen. And it, every time I wanted to like add in a photo, it would like take You're time. doing it iPad? Yeah, I mean, iPad computer, same thing. Uh, do it on that. Do it on a computer next time. <laughs> okay, well, anyways, it was absolutely awful. And so once I finished, I all I ate all day was half of an English muffin for that time and a few sips of water. And so I was so mad. So I just went downstairs and, you know, I ate some good food. And then I went upstairs and I was like, I have to do my rest of, the rest of my work for my day because I had other classes. So then I went upstairs and I just fell asleep for like three hours. Uh, that's honestly sometimes you need that yeah i did need that editing can be a stressful and draining process literally anything to do with technology that's like not very straightforward and has yeah. to load i'm so impatient i'm like <laughs> so frustrating that's um object too like if you're doing it for fun then it's one thing yeah exactly and i had like a two o'clock time limit um uh, which i went over um so it was just 
it was just a mess. But, you know, I got it in. It's all good. We're all good. Um, <sighs> I feel like that's everything. I just kind of had, like, a big rambling rant of everything that's been going on during my week, so. Uh, my week wasn't very, uh, I, I'm not doing much. Mm. I go, I try to go for a rollerblade uh, every day and then a walk every day. That's great. I, and I'm listening to this podcast called Dirty John. Kind of getting really frustrated with it right now, though, so it's like a crime thing. And the lady who's in it, she's getting, like, manipulated by her husband, and she might be the biggest idiot in the world. Like, I'm just like, at some point, you just like, does she deserve this? (laughs) I'll give you a summary. All of her kids were like, don't marry this guy. He's a bad guy. Don't do it. Oh, but that happens. You have to get in her footsteps, okay? But do him for two months and married him. I know. I know. And then... It's listen to it and you'll you'll get where I'm going. I from. know, but we have to we have to step into the shoes because maybe she's going through a lot in her life and maybe there's you know underlying stress and anxiety and she's just maybe, like maybe whatever. Who knows? And, she's in a they, difficult situation, but hopefully they, it'll get better. Hopefully things will turn out good. Um, but yeah, and then I kind of sit on my little porch area and read every night, and that's kind of yeah, how that's my great. day. I just finished a book, Sarah Dessen book, Lock and Key, a good easy read. So, I all Sarah Dessen books, if you haven't read a Sarah Dessen book and you're into, like, you know, like, romance novels, like, easy beach read type thing, that they're really good, and there's so many of them. Truth About Forever, one of my fa- all-time favorites. So. All-time faves. So, yeah, I have to read a bunch. I'm in a young adult literature class that starts next week, so I have to read a bunch of, like, stuff that you would read in high school. Oh, so the bad kinds. Although, they're uh, actually good books. Yeah, the the list doesn't look too bad. Like, there's some... I feel like the only thing that makes books you read in high school bad is how much, like, you have to analyze them and stuff. You're being told to read it. Exactly. But, but uh, there are definitely... Um, I mean, are there, is there any Shakespeare on the list? No. Oh, so... Yeah. I've read Shakespeare anyway. They all stink. There are some <laughs> good... Macbeth? Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. What do you look... The story's pretty interesting. Yeah, but. the story's interesting. It's just like the whole buffer of language is like, oh my yeah. gosh. Um, anything else? Um, well, should we get into news now? Definitely. Max doing our news segment today. I uh, the news segment is just I was looking um at sports and when they're all returning because uh the soccer world they are playing the start games June seventeenth in the Premier League. Which is pretty early. That's, you know, like yeah, that's... American sports are all looking at late July or middle July. So June seventeenth, they're planning. So I was reading an article about that, and then that was this is on Deadline dot com, and then the suggested articles was the list of movies that are paused right now. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And it's a really big list, like some big movies that were supposed to be in production right now that aren't right now. Such as Mission Impossible Seven, which would be a huge blockbuster. Um, what else was there? Home Alone. They're remaking Home Alone. Uh, the Little Mermaid live action. The Avatar sequels, which I didn't even know were being filmed, but I guess those are supposed to be done filming um, in the spring. But now they are paused. Uh, the Macbeth. They're making Macbeth. Oh, sounds awesome! I'm really sad that that one's behind. <laughs> So a bunch of big name movies are 
that like no one is filming right now or yeah. producing. And Including I TV shows, which was interesting because we're gonna have a long period of time before we get new TV oh, shows. Oh yeah, TV. Um, Outer Banks must be happy they got out when they did, like because yeah. TV shows and movies that manage to come out like right now, I. Unless they're ones that normally come out in movie theaters, but like for Netflix, I think they're probably doing better than they were. Oh, Vince, Outer Banks, Tiger King, all those would not be anywhere near as popular if it wasn't for... Yeah, I know I wouldn't have watched... I've gotten through a few series, and normally I watch like one episode and I'm like, done. Um, exactly. So I think that definitely their viewership... But then it's harder for ones who like rely on like coming out in movie theaters and stuff like that. So it's yeah. definitely like that because i was thinking i remember seeing um there's some the oscars changed their rules for this year normally in order to get the best picture you have to at least spend in movie theaters for a little bit mm -hmm. but now great streaming so like movie netflix movies can win best picture without being shown in the theater at all that's which interesting potential to change movies as we know it and then i was like wow movie theaters like are probably really struggling right now. And I mm -hmm. found a bunch of articles about how the coronavirus may kill movie theaters and all this because, like, the stock is down 80% right now for most movie theaters, which mm -hmm. is... Um, and then the Trolls movie that got released... Yeah. ...that be movie theaters, but went straight to streaming, made $100 million his first weekend. Wow. Which, like, it probably wouldn't have made mm. if it was theaters so this is from new york times by the way so it's kind of uh made me think like this could completely change the movie landscape yeah i feel like life as we know it is changed mm -hmm. pretty much for living in history which is a bummer though because i love movie theaters so i hope they don't go away yeah i uh i agree i think there's something yeah one article was saying they think maybe like it'll become more of experience, like, more movie theaters will get, like, those nice chairs and, like, yeah. certain... that makes sense, because they did that at Island Cinemas. Yeah. And that makes a difference, honestly. I it don't does. feel like going and, like, sitting in uncomfortable chairs. So, yeah, that was something that I just thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. um, we'll see how much it really does change, but, uh, yeah. Um, um, and then I just wanted to say uh, just a little bit of news. I'm on CNN.com, but... Uh, a big event that happened today um, is that uh, the worldwide cases of coronavirus, or not worldwide, sorry, U.S. death toll um, of coronavirus, I repeat U.S., sorry, uh, surpassed 100,000 today. Um, and that's a, obviously a big event for a sad reason, but I just thought that we should mention it and that we... Our hearts go out to all the people who have passed away and all the family members of those who have passed away because of the coronavirus. Um, but just, and that's the reason really why we do have to take these uh, laws seriously and take these rules seriously because we don't want, uh, you know, the death toll is just keeping, keeps on rising and we don't want that to happen. So anything we can do to stop, like, us from losing lives is really important. Um, and that's really why we're making this podcast, because we're trying to spread the news and we're trying, you know, to encourage you guys to stay at home or just maybe not necessar necessarily stay at home, but stay safe, social distance, wear your masks. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Um, and then also I was on CNN.com and one of the things that came up 
that was interesting. It said Rhode Island will begin phase two of reopening Monday. Um, and CNN obviously does all sorts of, like, all of the United States. Um, and that's one of the articles that came up. So I think that it's kind of big because I think um, we are, in Rhode Island, we're one of the first uh, kind of New England states to start reopening. Um, so it should be interesting to see how that goes. I hope that everything. Oh, two I weeks. Know. Surge. And speaking of movie theaters, another thing it says is that Idaho uh, to allow theaters and bars to reopen Saturday. Um, I, I just don't know how you can go to a movie theater. And... and feel, okay, to be honest, I go to a movie theater and when I get home, like, I strip off my clothes and change because it's movie already... theaters are not, like, sanitary places. Like, yeah. they're gross. Um, and I'm already, like, a bit of a germaphobe. Now, it's like, how... How could you do that? Are they wiping down every single chair? Are they disinfecting every single chair after every movie? Sure, that's what they're saying they're doing. And the picture they show that said, um, doors open. Oh, it's the grill and bar. Because it doesn't look like it's a very, like... Also, a bar. I I know, it's tough. Nature of bars is like you're standing next to people. I like know, a, exactly. Little, like, it's a tight space. But maybe it's like the sit... Like, maybe they're doing, like, sit... like. Technically, Black Pearl's a bar. O'Brien's is a bar, yeah. right? But they're just making it so it's, like, more of the sit-down type deal, probably. Because, like, bar benches just wouldn't be something that would work. I, or bar it, stools, whatever you call those yeah, things. Yeah, stools. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. It all works out, and this time next year, life is normal again, and... Yeah. I know. I just... I just don't want, like, a second wave of this. Obviously, I stand with everyone when I say that. I think we're all in agreement there. Um, but we just got to keep our heads held high, you know? Okay, so for our interview today, uh, Mac and I... So it's the first time Mac and I have interviewed someone together in a long time. Uh, <laughs> which, it, you know, it was strange, because um, that's what we... For a great interview, teamwork made the dream Yeah, work. we did great. It worked out. Because it's nice when you have, like, sometimes you're sitting there and you're just, like, asking questions. Um, but you don't think of things that someone else might think of. So it's good to have two people. Um, we interviewed my dad. Uh, the interview was mainly about boating because he, the way, like, his job, uh, I mean, I'm not saying job necessarily, but, like, uh, the board he's on, different things that he does, um, have a lot to do with Boats? But it was it was not just boating. It's a very wide yeah. variety. Um, uh, that was I like the central enjoy. theme. But then we talked about all sorts of things, and it turned out to be a great interview. So, super exciting. Let's get right into it. <laughs> all right, we're here with my dad. Hi, how are you doing? Good. <laughs> um, and today we are going to be talking about well a few different things. Um, but. Mainly boating, kind yeah, of. Tony's a man of many hats. So. Yeah, he is. So this should be a good interview. Okay, so to start off, um, let's just talk about the... Well, do you introduce yourself first? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I'm Tony. I'm Tony Leach. I'm Josie's dad, and I am quarantined here in Newport with the rest of the family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So... The marina. Um, so what's your connection to Casey's marina, first of all? Well, a couple of years ago, I bought the marina, and Casey, Bill Casey leases that marina from me, and he runs the thing completely. So he's responsible for you know, making sure everything's ready for the start of the season, the docks are ready, the 
customers coming in and everything else. So it's been an interesting time because there's really been some confusion, well, some uncertainty as to how many boats are going to come up mm -hmm. the coast, how many, um, you know, how many, how much space you'll have. He has two marinas. He has a bigger marina as well. Yeah. So um, as it turns out, it seems that quite a lot of people are coming north. There have been a lot of inquiries, mm -hmm. um, partly because some of the big boats can't go to the Mediterranean. They were concerned about going to the Mediterranean because of the quarantine they'd have to, to, uh, uh, to face when they got there. So some of them are coming north. Mm -hmm. So we're yet, it's yet to see, but it's certainly not as bad as, as, it, as we thought it might have been initially. Um, do you know if you're going to have to put like a limit of how many boats can come in? Not really. I mean, most of the docks, you're sort of well spread out anyway. You're going to have at least 12 feet between, you know, between the boats along, along a dock. And then beside each other, they're more than six feet apart, generally speaking. So I, I think that's less of an issue. But obviously, there'll be issues about numbers of people that go down to the boats and are allowed on the docks. Mm -hmm. And there'll probably be some sort, of, some sort of control over that. There have been some regulations being put out by, you know, about marinas and when they can start and uh, how many people they could be there. I'm not actually totally up to date with those at the moment, but mm -hmm. they, they are out there. That makes sense. Um, so you're, so do you think that uh, people will have to quarantine like on their boats if they come up? Well, I think if they're coming up from New York or coming from outside of Rhode Island, they'll have to fall into the same rules that anybody else coming into Rhode Island follows. So um, you know, that's one of the difficulties of the big boats coming out because the owners don't particularly want to come up here and then spend two weeks on a boat yeah. before they go out. So they might just keep traveling. Um, so yes, I think there will be some quarantines. It also depends how, you know, how quickly those are eased, if you like. Mm -hmm. um, and for those of you who don't know, Casey's Marina is like a local uh, marina um, where, you know, boats dock, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, maybe you don't live near water, you don't know what a marina is. Um, okay, so... Um, do you have any more questions about that specific? Um, no, I think that pretty much covered that portion of it. Okay. Um, and now moving on to Dockwa. Why don't you explain what Dockwa is? So Dockwa is a local company started by uh, somebody called Mike Melillo. And uh, they uh, have an app that allows boaters and marinas to get in contact with each other to make reservations um, and to you know, use other services that uh, the marina is providing. They're becoming very big now. They have, I think, like a 40% share of all boats over 40 foot. Wow. Um, and they are producing software which helps the marinas to become more effective and efficient in terms of utilization of their dock space. Mm -hmm. So they've done really well over the last three or four years. Things have slowed down this year a little bit because of the uncertainty. Um, but again, not as much as other businesses because I think, A, it's a little early because the summer's not quite here. Mm -hmm. But also uh, because, you know, people have their boats, people want to get out. Yeah. And um, there's always, you know, opportunities for them to be just with their families on the boat. So mm -hmm. they can go from here to Nantucket or, or something like that. So yeah. although we're seeing a slowdown, uh, we're also finding it very useful. They're finding it very useful for both the marinas and the, and the boaters to uh, sort of get in contact and find what their plans are. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so you're on the board, right, of DACWA? Yes, I am, yeah. So did you ever have sort of in-person me in meetings before this? We had lots of meetings, and they were always in person. Mm -hmm. Well, not always. There were, there were telephone conferences as well. Yeah. But more recently, they've been all been Zoom conferences. Mm -hmm. So we do Zoom conferences on a fairly regular basis, particularly when we're 
setting out new strategy for the coming year and mm -hmm. also we're raising some money because we're looking at, at going into a, a new business. Mm -hmm. So that always takes time and there's a lot, of, a lot of details you have to go through and we do that by Zoom. And it works very well. I mean, I find, I find that if you know the people on the other end, then it's much easier. Yeah. If you're dealing with people you haven't met before, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a little weird if you're just meeting someone. Right. But once you have the familiarity, I think, I personally think Zoom meetings will become more common after this because everyone got so used to them. I think you're right. I think because, you know, it's much more efficient. You know, you haven't got to fly anywhere. I mean, I have, I'm on the board of a couple of companies in San Francisco and we do Zoom meetings all, you know, three, mm -hmm. four times a year. And then I always want to go out to the meeting, one meeting a year, just yeah. to sort of, if you like, press the flesh, as we say, mm -hmm. go and talk to people, go out to dinner, um, and just get out, you know, a little more on the first-hand experience. Yeah, like personal. Business. But, but mm -hmm. other than that, it's much more efficient. Yeah. Because you can do an hour and a half meeting and you don't go anywhere, you, you don't have to fly anywhere, you mm -hmm. don't have to drive out to Boston. That makes sense, yeah. So I think you're right, Mac, I think there will be... People are looking at working from home Mondays to Fridays, for instance, mm -hmm. Monday and Friday, for instance, saying, yeah. you know, I could be just as efficient at home doing this at yeah. home. Yeah, exactly. these people are, they can work from home, like, why not just do it? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I guess you, it's a silver lining to this whole, uh, this whole affair, but I think the way that people work will definitely, we'll learn from it and there will be a positive that comes out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, so... Ida Lewis is like a... What would you explain Ida Lewis as? Ida Lewis is a boating club in town. Okay. Um, and its members are all boaters, have have speed, have uh, motorboats or sailboats. They put on a lot of um, a lot of training for youth, uh, you know, how to sail oppies and uh, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just an, it's another club, if you like. There's, all right. There's the New York Yacht Club there, close yeah. by, there's New York, and there's also the Newport Yacht Club. So... We're members of Ida Lewis, and so how, how have you seen, like, have you started to get information at all about how things will be changing this year? A lot, a lot of communication from Ida Lewis, so they're not, you know, they're following quite strictly to the um, rules that are being set out mm -hmm. by the state. Uh, for instance, they're opening, the sort of commissioning and the opening of the, uh, the York Club is on the 30th. And they're not having people, many people at the commissioning. Mm -hmm. It'll be just the officers. Yeah. And then afterwards, they're going to have drinks and snacks on tables, which you had to book in advance. Mm -hmm. And you can't have more than five people on a table. And you mm -hmm. can't get into the club unless you've booked in advance. Okay. And then you have to be out by a certain time. You have an hour and a half, then you have to be out so the next people come in. So there are definitely um, a lot of rules there as there are in the golf club that I'm a member of as well, the same thing they've got, you know, they've been very strict about who can play, when they can play. Um, so for golf, there's like tea times, right? Like when so you can... they have a tea time, you have to call beforehand, you can't go into the club, because mm -hmm. there's no, they're not allowing anybody in the club. Are they letting you use uh, golf carts? I saw some places no, weren't. Uh, they didn't, uh, initially they didn't use no golf carts, you could take your own, you, know, you could pull your own, um, um, Bag. Golf, golf bag. You take yeah. carry your bag or have it on a on a trolley. Um, but they're basically trying to avoid anybody having to touch anything to do with different people coming into the clubhouse. So are the flags in the thing? Like flags the are in the holes, but interestingly enough, they have a little a little uh, polystyrene end to it in the hole. So when the ball goes in, it doesn't go in the hole. It just drops an inch, so you can take it out without putting your hand in the. Uh, without going in the hole oh that's really interesting so you can uh, pick the ball out 
without touching anything other than the ball. That makes sense. It's interesting, like, the different little details about all the different places and, like, what they're having to do. Yeah. And I think the whole rev- reservation thing is basically what's happening in most restaurants this summer. It's going to be all rev- reservations. Yeah, that's what it seems. I was actually just I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw O'Brien's pub had posted, make a reservation now. Reservation. Yeah. I saw I think, that. Dude, um, I went past O'Brien's the other day, and it was... It was definitely full. I mean, there were people sitting at tables. So they, they already have a reservation system place in? Or, or was yeah. it just yeah. when you get there, you say, I want to sit at a table? Well, technically, I think you can say when you get there, I want to sit at a table, but the likelihood of you getting a table might not be. No, I think they're only, it's reservations only. Oh, it is? Right. Instagram post made it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That's interesting. Could've... Um, They could have also made it that, especially since now that things are picking up. They yeah. probably are like, okay, we need to. Yeah. Um, and so just speaking of restaurants before we, uh, talk about, sa- a little more about sailing, um, you went to the Black Pearl recently, right? I did. Was I spotted? Uh, no, you told me. <laughs> so what was that, like, did you think anything was different when you oh, yeah. ate there? Definitely. So, uh, there were a lot of people walking down in Burns Wharf mm-hmm. and, there, you know, not everybody had masks on. I would say, I would hate to say that I think the majority of people who don't have a mask are men. Um, but you did, right? I did, yes. Good. I, I have uh, lots of daughters here who make sure I wear my mask. Um, but then when I got there, I had to go to the uh, the the, 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 the person on the door, mm-hmm. and they wanted to take my name and my number before I could go in. And then they sat me down. I was, I was meeting some friends down there. They sat me down on the table with them. There was only three of us. Uh, so you had to check in. Mm-hmm. You had to give your details, contact tracing, I guess. Um, and then the waitresses were all wearing waiters and waitresses were wearing masks. Um, so it was, oh, they took your number in case someone tested, and then they would call you and I say. I think yeah, I think that's. I was wondering whether that's one of the requirements of the restaurants is to have that sort of detail. But they yeah. they took they took name and numbers. They said you know it's for contact tracing. Yeah. So if they know that somebody had it, they were at this time. They knew that they could tell you that you got a, that somebody had it. That's interesting, and it was all outdoors, right? All outdoors. The mm-hmm. bar was open, but nobody was being served at the bar. There was, there was two barmen there, but they were, they were serving the waitresses yeah. who were giving it to the... To the That's yeah. interesting. Um, okay, so back over to sort of Ida Lewis. Um, so you do a lot of kind of racing, right, out of Ida Lewis on... Right. I actually, I actually sail out of Sail Newport. Oh, Sail Newport, okay. So they have boats there, so I race up with them. I usually race with them. Mm-hmm. But again, that's changed a lot. So there's no no boats around at the moment. Um, they're thinking of of putting races in and single-handed races, so to go on on single-handed boats where you can go out and race each other, mm. which would be fun. Yeah. Um, they're also thinking of doing J22s racing with your family, which again would be fun. That so would could, be fun, but that'd be funny. Our yeah, family. Yeah. That would be. I would pay to watch you guys <laughs> race together. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who would. I guess. I guess Roz is okay. No, Roz is good, and Sam's Sam's taking He's lessons. Done it. So no, I mean, it wouldn't. It would be. It would be different. You'd, as long as you've got one person on the boat who's yeah. competent and knows what they're doing, you can have a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. So that's what they're thinking. But it's again, it's in the air. I don't really know what the timing it was, but I saw one of the the, the staff members. They were telling me they're excited about some of the things they're coming up with. Yeah, that's interesting. And I wonder how they're doing camps too. I guess most camps are 15, you know, like the 15 people thing, but it's hard to social distance on a boat. Yeah. yeah if, you, if you're in the boat with somebody, absolutely. Like yeah. opties, it's normally, I guess you can yeah. do one people on one, one person. One person opties, yeah. You could do one person, on, I guess, on lasers and 
maybe on a 420s, but most of the camps, I think, there's two people in the boat. Yeah, exactly. So that would probably be difficult. I don't, mm -hmm. know, how I don't know how they're doing that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. A lot of things affected, man. I know. Literally, it's just funny hearing, like, from sailing to golf, like, everything is being affected by this. Um, okay. And speaking about golf, didn't they just, weren't you talking about the other day how they had, like, a golf? They had a, a like, a guest of celebrity golf match. Did you watch the celebrity golf I match? watched a little bit of it. Not a lot. I know Mac was glued to the television watching Tom Brady. <laughs> but for the most part. Okay, I actually not sure that you mentioned that it was a celebrity golf tournament. Now well, I'm like, okay, it makes a little bit more sense why he's watching. Well, Tom, uh, Tom Brady and uh, Tiger Woods and Bill Nicholson. Two professional football players. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did any was, of the professional football players win? Well, they were on. It was Manning and Tiger versus Brady and Nicholson. What was Tiger, the outcome? Tiger and Peyton Manning won. Nice. Interesting. Um, <laughs> all right. So I feel like we've covered everything when it comes to, like, the boating and all of that, your work, whatnot. Um, so just talking a little bit about what you've been doing at home with your exercise. How about that? So how have you been keeping active? Oh, I've been doing uh, following an exercise program on a daily basis. What exercise program? It's called Power Strengthening. It is. It's like a half hour varied exercise you just, you it's, get it's a good workout yeah and max mac actually did it with me before he went away mm -hmm. so that's been really i'm actually right now i'm probably as fit and as light as i've been for many years yeah so i'm not uh it, it that's a positive side yeah and the other positive side is i mean i like to i mean relatively speaking we've been very lucky in this household we yeah have, we, no, definitely. everybody gets on we're not too many people we have the family up the road Mm -hmm. So it's it's not a terrible experience compared to some people. Oh yeah, definitely. I think so uh, for me, it's a silver lining having Rosalind, my daughter, here with her husband and children from from uh, New York. That's you know we would never have spent this amount of time with them. Yeah, no, it's great. So other than that, I've been doing uh, building bridges in the garden and uh, getting my boat ready to put in the water mm. and doing lots of handy or odd jobs here and there. So do you know when you'll be able to put the boat in the water? I could put it in this afternoon. Oh, so I can put it in now. Yeah. So I will put it in and I can put it in the marina. Is that only because of your connection to the marina or um, to I other think people too? I spoke to Bill Casey about it. He said I could take it down. He said he was officially opening June the 1st. Oh, okay. He told people that. Mm -hmm. um, so I might just wait till June the 1st just to yeah. make it easy. But the boat's ready to go. So Nice. That's so exciting. We want to get the first people out water skiing. As soon as possible. It'll be cold, but I'm in. <laughs> what? It's ready. Yeah, exactly. All right, I feel like we covered everything. Thank you so much, Dad, That's for like coming you're, on. You're very welcome. We, I feel like we have covered almost all family members now. You know, we're making we, it down the list. Well, oh, I, I want to try to get on. Oh, I'm yeah. Just, there was the... the I'm uh, working on it. Okay, but, my mom actually said that today. I say the, uh, the other thing was the uh, my rugby friends. Oh, right, right. We forgot to talk so about that. I was going to tell you about that. So when I was a long time ago, I played a lot of rugby and I have friends that you tend to keep really for many, many years. And we all got together to go to Japan to the World Cup, but we also got together to find out how everybody's getting on. Mm -hmm. So we've been Zooming quite a lot. So once, yeah. once every two or three weeks, about 12 And they're months. all over the world, They're right? all over the place. They're in Hong Kong, they're in um, Abu Dhabi. In Lithuania, they're, they're in different locations. Yeah. And it's very interesting because everybody, it's the funny thing about it is that everybody is in quarantine. Yeah. So, so. we're all sort of 
suffering the same thing, if you like. Yeah, so there's exactly. a lot in common. It's not like one group is is, uh, is mm -hmm. free and the other one's not. Yeah. So that's been that's been actually a nice again just to keep contact with friends. Mm -hmm. Have any of your friends in other countries described like harsher quarantines where like more strict? Do you know, I, I think um, Mexico actually is surprisingly strict. Speaking to friends there, not a rugby friend, but talking to some contacts I have down there. Uh, they're strict. England is strict. Yeah, they seem to be strict. very strict now. Mm -hmm. um, and and those are probably the ones I'm thinking of. The other ones, but everybody seems to be, you know, they they definitely had rules and they're all yeah. they're all quarantining. So mm -hmm. some are less severe than others, but they seem, you know, they're all basically taking the thing seriously. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's the that's the crazy part about this. It's not countrywide. It's worldwide. I know, right. I know. and that's what we found with a lot of our international. Um, like the people we've talked to internationally, uh, it's pretty much like the same kind of thing. Um, except for like Al, who's in Hong Kong, he said like things are really changing there. So yeah, and and that's amazing that there's been what four deaths. I know the whole time four deaths in in Hong Kong. Only four deaths, yeah. Um, in total. And I actually think we are going to be having him to interview for him and actually his kids who are going back to school. Um, interviewing him for Monday's episode. So. That should be good. Excellent. Good leading. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Dad. That's yeah, a pleasure. Thank you, Tony. And good job, you guys. I've, I've listened to your pod regularly and enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you. All righty. Great interview, as always. Um, as, as always. I don't know what where that one came from because it's the first time we've interviewed him. But I'm saying, like, we had lots of good interviews. Anyways. Yeah. As always. Moving on. Um, so, start out with Instagram questions. Uh, yep. So, we posed two questions to you guys. Favorite comedy movie um, and favorite... Um, or if you could have lunch with anyone from history, who would it be? So, for the favorite comedy movie, uh, Anna Murphy responded, Grown Ups. Um, and then Gwen Plum responded... Uh, Definitely not number one, but in my top ten, my cousin Vinny. Oh, that's a good one. My father, Paul, responded Caddyshack, which is the classic. Mm -hmm. uh, all three of those, good answers. My mom texted me the answer, um, and she said, Love Actually and Bridesmaids. Also great. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and then for who you want to have lunch with from history... Um, Anna Murphy responded Amelia Earhart, which I think would actually be, that's a great answer. In my yeah, because it's like, what happened? What happened? And you've seen Night at the Museum? I haven't. You haven't seen Night at the Museum? No. <laughs> well, either way, Amelia Earhart is in that movie. And like, she, like, whenever I hear that, I think that's who she is. And she just seems like a very cool person to talk to. So, yeah. No. Um, and then my dad responded, Abraham Lincoln. Ooh, it's funny. That's who I almost went with. Um, and, and Lisa Olnack responded, Obama, which can't go wrong with talking to Obama. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then my mom said, Jesus, he could answer a lot of unknown questions. That's answer. Yeah, it's a good answer. I agree. Um, and she also, I guess she listened, was a little behind on podcasts, so she said, best concert, Folk Fest. Does that count? I'd say it counts. My book. 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I was supposed to go to the Folk Fest for the first time this year. It didn't end up happening. But hey, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. A lot of things are ending up happening. Yeah, so. it's okay. You know, some people have to miss their weddings and stuff, so. Yeah, there's more important things. <laughs> Definitely more important things. I'll survive. Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. <laughs> now on to our questions. Sorry, guys. I just got distracted. Okay. First question. What was your favorite age growing up? And Oh, these questions are from womenshealthmag.com. And we're saying for this one, uh, like, start it, ending in eighth grade. Okay. Um, yeah, so before we decided those rules, I was going to say 16. Because um, that's when I got my license. So I just want to throw that out there. But mm-hmm. if we're start, like ending in eighth grade, um, that's a tough one. It's kind of all a blur. Like, I don't really remember yeah. anything. But I think I'm going to say uh, eighth grade. Mm. Because... That was my athletic peak in my eyes. So. Yeah. No, yeah, that was a good year. I would say probably, I'm trying to think. Seventh and eighth were both good years. Actually, no, second grade um, and eighth grade. So second grade was a great year because I, I don't know, second grade. Come on now, what can go wrong with yeah. that? Um, and then eighth grade, like I was at a new school, which is kind of fun. And I went to school with like one of my best friends for the first time. So that was fun. So I'd probably say that. Um, 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 um what? All years. Yeah, all, it's all good. But, like, I can't, like, pick. Like, if you said, el- what was your favorite year of elementary school? It's like, I don't remember what happened in elementary I, school. I'd say first grade because that was when I had my favorite teacher, so. <laughs> but do you really remember anything about first grade? That was Miss Schultz. She was the best. Um, no, I don't really remember anything besides. Just liking the teacher? Oh, when I, one of my best friends, so, you That's know. Him. Uh, what's your favorite ice cream topping? So I'm going to go with, so I guess this is more of a frozen yogurt topping. Um, but when I, when Orange Leaf used to be open in Newport and then they closed and it was a really sad day in my life. Um, I would do these, they had like cookie dough and cheesecake Uh, bites. Yeah. And those toppings were so good. I still will put like cookie dough on anything. I love cookie dough toppings and I'll eat it just like. By the spoonful, so probably cookie dough, I guess. Yeah, actually, it's funny you say that. My friends and I, there's a frozen yogurt place in Fairfield, and before our second semester was cut short, we all had science class together on Fridays. So after that class, we'd all get frozen yogurt together, and I would always get the cookie dough bites and layer it up. That's Great fun. Um, but for me, I would probably keep it classic and just say rainbow sprinkles. Oh, yeah. I do love some rainbow sprinkles. That's kind of like my go-to whenever I order ice cream, I get rainbow Yeah, sprinkles. and I don't think that chocolate sprinkles are the same. I enjoy rainbow sprinkles more. Yeah, definitely. They're just so much more fun, honestly. Exactly. Um, Are you... So, do you prefer podcasts or music? It's okay <laughs> if you say music, even though this is a podcast. It depends on what I'm doing. No, yeah, I actually agree. I would honestly say probably podcasts. Um, but like you said, it depends. Like, I'm not going to have a dance party with my friends to a podcast. But I think it's pretty even for me, and I'll put it this way. Whenever I drive to Fairfield, it's about a two-hour drive. And for the first hour, I listen to a podcast. Second hour, I listen to music. So yeah. it's kind of 
you know, it's uh, 50-50. Yeah, but, it really depends my mood, honestly. Like, yeah. if I'm, sometimes when I'm working out, I listen to music. Sometimes I listen to a podcast. Um, oh, I don't need music. I need that pump-up music going. Yeah, true. I, a lot of people are that way, but I don't know. I like to, sometimes it distracts me, like, on runs or something. Okay, now, I think that, those were our questions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 14,000 Things to Be Happy About, the happy book by Barbara Ann Kuyper. We are going to pick some happy things, as we do. An ornate building with gingerbread decoration. We've gotten that one. That is actually so weird. There are 14,000 things in this book. That, guys, what? What is it trying to tell us? My, um... We need a gingerbread house decorations. Harry decorated a gingerbread house yesterday. Wait, I think Jane did, too. Yeah, she did with him. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, guys. I... That's very strange. Okay, one more. Band marathons. Facts. Don't know what that means. Okay. Um, now, you. why don't you do your quote? Because your quote's from a book. So, like, it's just... Yeah, so I'm just trying to look for one. And I actually found a pretty... Pretty, uh, interesting one. Uh, pay attention to your enemies... For they're the first to discover your mistakes. That's, That's true. Of, I like that one. Kind of makes you think a little bit, you know? Maybe your enemies are onto something. I have to find some enemies so I can find my mistakes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you don't always need a plan. Sometimes you just need to breathe, trust, let go, and see what happens. Mandy Hale. And, you know, I think most of us are having to embrace that whether we like it or not. Um... You know, plans are very in the in, in the air now, so just breathe, trust, let go, and see what happens, I guess. Oh, yeah. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, ex- This episode was pretty long because I think that's what happens when we, like, separate it. We have so much more to talk about. So it's been working out. Um, Thanks for tuning in. You guys are the best. Uh, stay safe.